0: deep left field, it is it deep right. going to
1: the show. Welcome back to Disgusting Baseball. This is episode 205. I'm your host Matt Lyons, and in this week's episode, we've got another round of over unders to preview the 2023 Guardian season. We'll talk about a couple of great World Classic, World Baseball Classic games that happened. Uh, over the weekend, I've got another game to test Merritt's uh, trivia knowledge of the Guardians, and of course, we'll answer your questions. Joining me for all that and more, another Mister Merritt Rolfing Merritt. How you doing?
0: Yeah, start the fireworks,
1: baby. Sorry, <laughs> the fireworks one.
0: <laughs> the opening, the music you play every opening. <laughs> oh.
1: Does it does it catch you off guard every time? Still, or no, really? no.
0: I remember yeah. it clearly. I'm like, yeah, let's start those fireworks. I love this.
1: <laughs> it's a good song. I like that song. I like. uh I have
0: no idea what band that is, and you could not you could you oh, know, i think you'd like them they're a really a
1: never know 70s kind of sounding band that's really great i like a nice groove that's for yeah. sure yeah, yeah i can do that <laughs> um speaking of grooves i don't know how that works but the yeah. wbc there we go it's it. a groovy time it is a there groovy time <laughs> it's especially for now in spring training it's something groovy to have it, which is fun our beautiful boy on jimenez he will be coming home now a venezuela lost the usa in the quarterfinals in a, a really fun game i mean i kind of wanted him to advance. I also kind of want to see Trout in the finals and maybe see him face Shohei Otani. I think that'd be the best thing for baseball. But that was a really fun game. They love Venezuela lost nine to seven to the US because Trey Turner is a monster at a grand slam. Um the went one through three with a walk. And he was one of on a very good Venezuelan team. He was one of their better hitters, which I think is encouraging. It, it still doesn't matter. It's still technically spring training, but it's a little more competitive games, and he looked good in a lot of them. Um played good defense at shortstop, which could be a glimpse into the future. I kind of bet. The Guardians were keeping a close eye on that if they didn't already know how good of a shortstop he could be. But um, that could be it for this year. They could see him there uh, playing more. Oh, good idea.
0: Oh, you know what? <laughs> we should watch this guy out there. Maybe he before. could play shortstop. <laughs> what did they do? Yeah, I know, maybe he <laughs> forgot.
1: Some of the uh, got to work the old kinks out there because he was uh, playing second base for so long. It's a totally different position, right?
0: Yeah, they're batting him ninth. Like, it's insane. Like, yeah, that's it's, the other thing.
1: It doesn't, no matter where this poor guy is, he'll be the best hitter and still batting at the bottom of the order. Um that, that's got to change this year, right? Kind of turning, looking to the Guardians again, like, is he going to be doing that again? Or can he finally bat second now? And just he has to bat bottom? second. He's
0: perfect for batting second. He's fast. He makes good contact. He's clutch. good in,
1: like, the old-fashioned sense and the sense that you want your best hitter up there. Like he's
0: Yeah. It's Everything plays. I mean, the only, only person who I think should bat second more than him is obviously Jose Ramirez, who does all the things Jimenez does well but better. Yeah. So... But yeah, I mean, he was good. Uh, That game uh, ruled total butt. Um, It was tense. It was, you know what? It's really nice to have this. I was saying this to my brother the other day, but this this USA team in general really encapsulates America as a whole. Just this overwhelming offense and a total
1: lack of finesse when it comes to, (laughs) we've got no polish or anything when it comes to the pitching. It's just, oh God, they're so bad. Even when they, they all celebrate, there's no like... They all do the same flexing thing when they celebrate. Like, yeah. you see other teams and they're jumping around and doing all this fun stuff. The USA just does the same thing over and over.
0: Classically stylish, boorish, uh, just big, meaty boys hitting the ball real hard and not being able to do anything with any refinement. I love it.
1: Yeah, it is one hell of a lineup, though. I mean, Mike Trout, it's Paul absurd. Gilchrist. That's ridiculous. Just.
0: Peter Gonzalez is a platoon hitter. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's insane.
1: <laughs> Pretty good lineup, yeah.
0: Uh yeah yeah the game on Saturday was awesome though I mean, obviously the the Grand Slam I mean you can't get more dope than that uh Trey Turner I gotta say is one of those guys like I watched him when he was here in D.C. for several years um and then he was he's he's just always so good but he's never been the best player on his team like he isn't now he he what he isn't on on the United States he wasn't when he was on on the Nationals he's rarely ever the second best player on his team like. I would say he's probably not the second best player even on the um, on the Phillies now. But and yet he can just have these moments where you're like, oh, yeah, he's like John Smoltz was going on the other night about how he could win an MVP. And I'm like, I don't know about that, Johnny, but that <laughs> I said, said, John's the- half the-
1: asleep during these games anyway. So
0: But I mean, he's just he can do everything is the thing. Like, he, he, I, I think he'll go 3030 this year. No problem at all. As long as he stays healthy, obviously, that's. Always a big caveat with him in particular, although that's the thing. It's, it's not because he played outside of the COVID year. He's only, let's see, I guess he had a couple years he that kind of thing. But played 102 games in that 2018, or 148 in 2021, 160 last year. So he gets it done. I'm like I think if you put it all together properly, you, you get 30 home runs, steal 30 bases, like no problem at all. What's his most highest stolen base rate it is 46 a few years back, but. I think this year he could really have a big year, especially with all the the little changes and things like that. But he's just... He's, i mean, there's He's always been elite
1: guy... at speed, which is kind of the thing you don't always notice, I don't think. Yeah, like, he's not, It's not hitting a million home runs. He's not getting on base like a 400 clip. He's just so fast, which is like miles faster than everybody else. And it's not something that always shows up when you're watching game to game. So I think that might be why he goes unrecognized a lot for how good he is.
0: Well, that and then like he has one of those... He has like those defensive attributes that like... Again, aren't really obvious. Like he doesn't make brilliant. I mean, he does make some brilliant diving plays, but he has great. Like, he has quick hands, and like he knows where to play. Like he's smart about where he places himself in the, in the um on the field too. So it almost looks like he makes it easy. But he's just. He seems to be be a very instinctual player, and also as we saw uh, several times now in his entire career, he seizes the moment very well. These are all like bullshit sounding things, but I don't know. He's just awesome, and a total pleasure to watch. And it's really cool that he's hit now hit like a thousand home runs in the last three games. <laughs> like, I don't think he has eight. r I think he has eight RBIs uh, between the two games. Yeah. Eight RBIs in eight, eight at bats or eight that's plate appearances. Right, you know, that's a pretty good rate, Matt. You can do okay for that.
1: <laughs> and we're, we're talking in the middle while the, uh, japan and mexico games going on i'm gonna have a cold shot here i think it's gonna be japan um mexico's what? fun and that you know you don't you don't think mexico's gonna beat japan do you? No, of course not I got yeah <laughs> they're ridiculous um i think it'll be J- japan and the u.s in the finals which will be a lot of fun even if it is mexico like if they upset japan and i would not mind seeing superhero postseason atmosphere reindeer rosarena um against the u.s in the finals but i just want to see shohei otani and mike trout in a big game in the same big game against each other um it was kind of funny, like, everybody rooting for Mike Trout. <laughs> He's just this poor guy who's trapped on this garbage team, and everybody realizes it. Do you think he, like, does he still try to sell the Angels to free agents? Can he look him straight in the eye and say, we're almost there. We just need you, that's all. Come sign I mean, with the Angels. Or they're always like... almost there because
0: they have Mike Trout show your time. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> but then they're always
1: never even close. Oh, no, no. I, I, d- I, I just mean... wonder if he can still sell that team to free agents trying to come in. I- I'm sure he has to try, but... They got into like, come on, Mike, we know.
0: Like, What what would be a harder sell being an equivalent style player or even just Mike Trout if you were on, say, the Orioles because you have this Death Star in New York or just because of how unimpeachably, grindingly dominant the Astros are? Like, how do you convince anyone to come to that division at any point in time? Um, yeah. not, there's no other teams in that te- division that are like overly competitive. Like the Mariners are a good story, but. Yeah, they're fine. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think they're going to blow any doors off this year, so.
1: I mean, the Trout was on the Orioles, I think the Orioles is a much easier sell right now just because it's clear they're on the upswing, and the Angels, who the hell knows? They're, they're living, like, paycheck to paycheck every year with whatever random players they can bring in and, and nothing built up to... Underneath it, besides Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, but
0: I would agree with you there. Except that I'm not going to sit here and say that the ownership of the Orioles has any level of like long-term vision that, that's any grander than Artie Marino. I mean,
1: <laughs> I mean they just happen to tank and get the right players. I don't think. Yeah, they exactly. Them. Yeah, they, but they the games don't have those. They haven't tanked. Well, they have tanked, just not as good.
0: Well, they keep on signing good players. They all get hurt. So, I mean...
1: <laughs> good ones for trying, I guess. Just, you're not good at it. Um, <laughs> which the way you got to develop,
0: obviously. you know, you got to do it, what the Astros have been. To be able to plug in a Jeremy Pena when you lose a, you know, a, an MVP caliber shortstop and find another future MVP caliber shortstop. I guess it makes life a little bit easier. but it is. Uh, and I, I was tweeting about this the other night, but it's just super fun to root for players like Tim Anderson. A player who I really think is cool but plays for a team I'm not allowed to like. Or you know, Paul Goldschmidt, and Nolan Arenado being like the big boys that we get to root for. Like can they play for the Cardinals. I have no respect for the Cardinals. I mean, I do, but also they can kiss my butt, so,
1: <laughs> so I can root for them here. It's awesome.
0: it's it's just it's a hoot, you know. It's it's they're they're just so dominant. I mean, even when they're pitching, you know, craps the bed, they're just like, oh, we're just going to score nine runs, whatever, who cares? And then when they're like, oh, our pitching is good tonight, actually, even though we have a seventy-four-year-old skeleton, like w- w- some sort of weird, like demon. A zombie man named Adam Wainwright pitching for me. Then you know what we're done with him. We're going to bring in Miles Mikolas, who I guess he's good. I don't know, but the pitching is so bad, and they're just like we don't care. We're going to score fourteen
1: runs. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fine. <laughs> Whatever. That, that's a fun brand of baseball. I don't know if it's the most efficient. If it was a major league baseball team, but in a in a one off tournament, if you can score a bazillion runs, sure, go for it. Once again, a classically American team, utterly inefficient, just overwhelming and <laughs>
0: and and frustrating. It's I don't know. Yeah, it's I love it. A thing of a thing of beauty. I just hope Trout goes like five for five with a hits first cycle with two home runs and then the championship. Just, just just to kind of put a stamp on it. Like he's been doing fine. He just hasn't been like earth shatteringly dominant. So, but really no team, no player has really, I would say. Yeah.
1: I mean, cause it's March 20th. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure no players is, is great, but yeah. Um, looking ahead to the guardians uh, season, of course, more over under previous, just our way to look at Cleveland players for this upcoming year. Start with uh, Eli Morgan. Who you wrote? Yeah, this was yours. Is that me? Um, yeah, I guess hey, so. It you? sounds
0: like me. It was ages ago now. Yeah.
1: The th- projection, 33 games, 88 innings, 23.5 strikeout rate, 4.6 ERA, 0. 0.4 war. A lot of people, this was a split one. Like 52% said under, 48% said over. It was pretty close. You said under on yours. I did. I, I liked your explanation of how the season came together. Because like you, like you said, and it was kind of a tale of two seasons. And he just averaged out into this guy who was fine. pretty good. Yeah, pretty fine. But. Maybe can he probably which which Elam Morgan are you going to get next year is really the question.
0: Well, that's the thing. I mean, and you and you look at the you know what they projected him to, and like I can see where the 88 innings comes from, and I think that's that, that's the crux to the whole thing. I think he might start some games. Now, now, I don't think he'll start 13 games. That's insane. But I think he might get squeezed into some spot starts and stuff like that. I think he'll be better than a 460 ERA. So I thought about it, and you know what? I will go over on this one now that I think about oh, it. Flip flop and merit they call <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, that's. Kind of- Call me old Waffle and Raw thing. Here
1: he is. Yep. I like the idea that he starts some games. I, I forgot that in 2021, every single outing was a start. I, he didn't go to the bullpen until this year, which I yeah. you know, was kind he's of crazy. Terrible, I think he, so, yeah, he's He's going to work well in the bullpen. Now, like, obviously, this year, he worked way better in the bullpen. I mean, just the guy doesn't miss a lot of barrels. His fastball and changeup are not that, there's not like this huge velocity gap, even though his changeup is really good. Yeah yeah, I don't know i, I, I just mean, think he's, he needs he's to added, he's it
0: added some ticks to his, to his fastball, which I think is important and I think it's, it's what makes him useful. And I don't know, yeah, I'm mean, look at some of his kind of like expected numbers from last year and he should have been a little bit better, but
1: yeah, except for that fastball, which is <laughs> terrible he was be that bad. Be bad. yeah it was like i I don't think I don't know if you can just like look at stats would be he didn't throw that one pitch, but I would imagine if he couldn't if like those stats didn't count, he'd be basically unhittable because his changeup obviously barely got barreled. Um, when it did, it was crushed, but it was it was a oh, lot less up. than his fastball. Yeah, yeah. Even the slider, I, I think, is decent. He, he threw a couple curveballs this year.
0: I wish he'd hang out with uh, Aaron Savalli just learn how to throw his cutter because I think if he had like a you know a cutter a, yeah. of a similar velocity that he has with his f- current four seamer, along with his changeup, if I could just take Eli Morgan's changeup and Aaron Savalli's cutter and Cal Quantrill's sinker, I need a break. And Evan
1: Gaddis's beard. Evan
0: Gaddis's wet, wet beer No, and- um,
1: <laughs> I mean, Shane Bieber's 12-6 curveball? Or
0: yeah, whatever, who cares? I'm not, I'm just not good a curveball. I, yeah. the thing is, that one's too good. I want, like, a pretty good one.
1: I wouldn't, he wouldn't even need one if you had, I mean- well, you gotta have, awesome, you, gotta have a, you gotta
0: have a break, bitch. But, I mean, even with that, like, I think that's an effective pitcher. I think that's someone who could be a number three starter and be a two-and-a-half win player. <laughs>
1: oh okay with the with the cutter you're saying okay. if he has those three <laughs> things put just the way he was no no uh, no, no, yeah. no no, no, He's yeah, yeah. But that, no. that change-up is good we've known that changeup was good coming all the way up and even oh, the yeah. first when he even when he was bad in that first year we saw the changeup. there were some glimpses of it and i mean there's also been times where it looked like even when it had the good movement people can just teed up because the fastball is not there and he doesn't use a slider enough to kind of change your eye level a little more but it's almost like his changeup was too good. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, nobody just expected because, it because.
0: Yeah, well, and you, like, you see changeup, you you just don't swing basically because it's not going to go in the zone because it drops seventeen feet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I I will say I am intrigued to see what he's like in twenty twenty three because if he gets his fastball up to be averaging like ninety three something like that, and he does add a slider of it, uh, of any renown at all or something like that. I think he could be really effective. And I think he would find his way into the rotation for, again, 13, you know, 10 starts, something like that. And I think that would be comfortably worth more than a 0.4 wins above replacement. Because that, that's the thing with someone like him, is where he, I think even as he came up, he's still a bit of a project in the, in the sense that they wanted to see what they could, like, where they could maximize value with him. I'm um, I mean, I, I, not going to hold on to him for longer than maybe a second ARB. But um, yeah, I, I think there's definitely.
1: More There's something there, dudes. He's shown there, yeah. some times where he could be a, a pretty damn good player. Yeah, if I, he does that again, I mean, maybe he does stick around for more than 20 years. But he's not eligible until even 2025. 20, so they have a long there. time to they, figure they, out oh, before they, have they pay time. more money.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100 understand. But, like, you know, like you look at his number. And, like, I don't think he'll make, like, a, a Shane Bieber-level leap or anything like that because he just doesn't have that kind of pitch. But you back to Bieber, and he was, you know, intriguing his rookie year, good his second one, and dominant his third one. So... I still say over because um, last week Merritt was stupid and I don't respect him <laughs> and no one should.
1: Uh, our next one, Ahmed Rosario. Uh, Zips has been 152 games, 637 plate appearances, 12 home runs, uh, 15 stolen bases, 101 WRC plus, 2.8 war. Uh, Quincy had this one. He said under. The vote was, again, really close 51% over, 49% under. I feel like Ahmed is, there's constantly a war over whether he's the best shortstop in the world or the worst or somewhere in between. Um, i think this is a case where the raw zips playing time projection makes more sense than like the the pro rated the dc and, and steamer ones because it has them at um i don't like the exact one
0: 152 games two hundred three different plate appearances
1: yeah because like the, the steamer and zips they have them at like 143 games i think if he's around that long he's just going to play in 150 plus games i don't think he this plays is incredibly
0: confusing
1: dude <laughs> Which one?
0: Well, first of all, he's never gotten to 2.8 wins above replacement in his entire career, ever. Eh, it was close not last a, year, but
1: well, well, it's, it's not 2. the same. 2.4, yeah.
0: but like, he still never has got. I mean, I guess because they're extra, you're giving him an extra, no, not even. It's one less than last year.
1: Yeah, um, and uh, also like 40 fewer at-bats there. played at yeah, game, yeah. 12, Even then, like his pro-rated one, 143 games, that's still 2.7, that'd be a career high.
0: This is very confusing. I, I don't know, it's but we we'll, get
1: Defense also, protection. between
0: the last, if you look the last two years, like he was finally good last year offensively, and then somehow, according to Fangraphs at least, defensively he got he was one of his worst years last year, which is confusing because we heard so much and I think saw so much, quite honestly, about him being better defensively because he's had to dive basically.
1: I think the projection thinking is that last year was he finally got kind of on track offensively compared to his previous seasons, and maybe the defense was a fluke. I mean, clearly that's what they have. Like his defensive ratings for every single projection systems are pretty damn good, especially compared to last year. Uh, yeah, and then basically average offense, which equals out to almost a three win player. Two point
0: eight. I don't know. Like that's that's the thing. Like when I look at him and I watch him play, I think two and a half to three. Yeah. And so I guess that puts me right where he should be. And he'll be twenty seven. Yeah, you know what? I could go over on that one. I think I, I think you know, if everything goes right, he could be more like a how aggressive was he at stealing last year? I don't remember.
1: I mean, that that was his whole thing. Like He was such an aggressive base runner. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I don't know about stealing, but well, like his base and running and in four. general, he was a super aggressive.
0: Right. I, want, like, I wonder if he'll steal more. I, I think mean, those bigger made... bases, man. I think if well, there's going to be a what?
1: percentage bump for anybody, it's going to be.
0: Yeah. I mean, he cut his strikeout rate down. He didn't walk as much. I guess I would say I don't know, I, I honestly it sucks to say push because it feels like it's such a lame answer of, for a fake <laughs> podcast of garbage
1: um, what it is it's it's a really good projection is the problem it's like right on just about what it'd probably be they
0: have enough data and they know what he does so honestly 27 years old I like, usually start coming in a little more power so maybe he will maybe maybe he'll be, will, will be a 15 home
1: run guy yeah which he was before in 2019 which yeah kind of crazy if he gets to that and plays better defense he maybe even better than like one oh one WRC plus. Maybe he gets to like Steamer has him at one oh six, maybe somewhere up in there. I mean the thing is if he could ever walk more, he would be a straight up good hitter probably. But I don't think you're ever gonna change him to not chase the ball as much.
0: No, I think that's part of where it all comes from, right? Just putting the ball in play and playing, get and getting I mean until the hits at the last year, remember. Right.
1: Oh God, so many ground <laughs> double play ground in the double play hitting second. I mean, that's the other thing, just don't bet him second anymore. And
0: oh, yeah. oh, yeah. That's also, also, he's betting
1: second all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's, don't do that. Just stop. Just quit. Let's, uh, let's he's let's the make, perfect, uh... like, ninth hitter because he hits well enough. And if he gets on, he's fast enough to be like an extra, quote unquote, speedy leadoff guy. And there you go. Of like Miles oh, Strato he's there. a perfect bottom order hitter right
0: there. This is like a guy who is dead average offensively. Yeah. Put him down eighth, ninth, and like, you, you know, it still sucks to face him. That's perfect.
1: So I'll
0: say
1: over. Over? Barely? Yeah. I think think I'm barely under.
0: Six wins above her plate. Nope.
1: (laughs) MVP. Uh, Next one. Speaking of MVP, Zach Plezak, 24 games started, 132.3 innings pitched, 18.4 strikeout rate, 6.3 walk, 4.35 ERA, 4.44 FIP, and exactly one win on the nose. Um, I said under. Again, another close vote. Jesus. 55 under, 45% said over in our cover in the corner vote um i just went on it feels like we talked about zach please zach so much but i don't think we really have it's just there's nothing new to mention no. about him he was terrible at everything last year either he's going to be terrible again or he'll figure out literally anything and probably beat these projections by a tiny bit but i just don't know if he is going to be a starter the whole season because i think he's the first one off the chopping block if things go rough and they need if if like kevin williams or Mm -hmm. Tanner Bybee or Logan Mm -hmm. Allen or I think he's the first one to go to make room for someone else to have a shot.
0: 132 innings and only getting one win sucks.
1: Uh, (laughs) Yeah. It's not not great.
0: Of course he did 131 last year and got 0.9. And guess what last year? He was bad. So there you go.
1: (laughs) And he was, I mean, if you look at his baseball savant page, just so many blue balls on that page.
0: I mean, literally, I will say this. And I think about this every single year when it comes to pitching because you think you're going you need, what, five, six starters. There's, what, 162 times
1: nine. Yeah, you need more than five or six. You have 100,
0: 100, 1,458 innings to fill, right? And, like, obviously a third of those will probably be see, times .67. You figure that's 976 innings that you have to fill out with starting pitching, you know, roughly speaking. And so, like, you just need arms, half the, like, sometimes. And this is why starting pitching – always gets you more stuff on the trade market and everything like that. So it's a, to say I don't want to see him pitch 24 times in 132 innings is, you know, I, I'm i sure we're all saying that. I don't, <laughs> I
1: don't think he's
0: as bad. Damn it. He was so bad the last two years.
1: Yeah. It's, it's been a while since we've seen good Zach please Zach, It's always been like the stuff is there somewhere. He's just got to figure it out. He just hasn't figured it out.
0: The thing is, the stuff isn't there. <laughs> That's what bugs me. It's like, I
1: mean, like, it's, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's somewhere buried deep inside of him, maybe it can be, is always the hope.
0: I swear I've written three separate articles about him being a quote unquote greater than the sum of his parts pitcher, where like he's like, doesn't I have a good fastball? Kind of like what I was explaining, what I thought Eli Morgan could become. But at least Eli Morgan has a dope changeup. Like, Zachary exactly like does not have a single good pitch, everything is mediocre to bad. Does he even have a changeup? No, his slider is irritating. His fastball doesn't really, you know it's f- below average. Quite honestly, I still think he'll get over one win um, because I don't think he's as bad as he was last year. But hey, we'll see. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that'll hurt him, maybe even a little bit, because he loved he loves to throw over to first. I'm curious to see how how the throwing over rule is going to kind of frustrate him, if at all.
1: Did he do it a lot or was he just good at it? That's one I mean, thing I don't, I don't know. I, I don't he, know if you can see or not, but I, I just remember seeing so many times he caught people. I don't remember.
0: The vibe him. was always like he was just good at controlling. Like it's not so much that as like control. Cause are there any rules about stepping off?
1: Yeah. It's a disengagement. You can't do it more than twice.
0: Boy, we have to hold the terms for this crap now. It's yeah.
1: <laughs> the whole, I I'm 99% sure I could be wrong, but I think a disengagement is just stepping off and that includes storing over.
0: Interesting. So you yeah. can't do that more than two times. Well, you can do it three times, but the third right. time has to be an out, or they just yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So over. over. The, I
1: said. I said under. I think. Yeah. Under. Which again, it was a close vote. This next one is not a close vote. Uh, Trevor stefan projected 50 games, 63 innings pitched, 28.3 strikeout rate, 9.3 walk rate, 3.98 ERA, 0.4 WAR. Uh, 91% said over. <laughs> I yeah. had. I wrote this one. I also said over. I think it's it's pretty obvious. I think this is one of those cases where. He did a thing that projections can't really see. Like to them, it's just some guy who got lucky for a season. His walk rate got cut in half. He struck out a few more batters and gave up fewer home runs. But I mean, the reality is, he he found a splitter and he mastered it, and yeah. he's really good at it. And I think that's something that can stick into next year and hopefully beyond. I mean, which is yeah, incredible.
0: By the way, it is wild that his ground ball rate jumped was it fifteen percent? Yeah, while his home run for fly ball rate dropped by 14, uh, 14 points. <laughs> it's Usually. A more ground ball, high ground ball pitchers. Like, you'll get someone like, I remember Dan Otero had an insane home run to fly ball rate because he just gave up so few fly balls Yeah, that when he did it, you know, it was a home run. It was like one of five. So, I was like, this sucks, but it doesn't really suck that much at all. But, yeah, he was excellent last year. Like, he's everything I s you know, he's your perfect setup man because he's, like, completely low key compared to the fire breather that is Emmanuel Kasse. Uh Yeah, 1.7 or 0. 0.4. Yeah, get, get out of here with that. Like, come on. Like,
1: he's going to be great. Yeah. Can't wait. The whiff rate on his splitter, um, it actually went down last year <laughs> compared to 2021. Or no, it went up. Last year, it was 54.4%, which is bonkers. And his rookie season was 52%, which he wasn't good that year, and he didn't use it nearly as much. He threw it, what is it, uh, 98 times. Last year, he threw it 277 times. It so, hey, throw this. Good idea. Yeah. Shoot, <laughs> this does what? <work>. Hey, you see <laughs> oh, your best no pitch that nobody can hit. Why don't you use that a few more times? Dude,
0: not only that, yeah. like his Babbitt was also three thirty eight. Like I think what we're going to see, as we were talking about last week, higher batting averages on balls in play in general. Um, but I still think he, he's due for a little bit of positive regression there.
1: Yeah, I guess there is something to the fact that if he gives up a lot of ground balls, maybe that'll that'll hurt. But also, the Guardians still have a good defensive infield, even without the shift. I mean, yeah,
0: exactly. I'm, you I'm have a good I'm infield. You have a good
1: infield. I don't think it's going to. And crush again, him.
0: you can still shift.
1: Yeah, you just it's can't shift, shift restriction. Yeah, not
0: quite up. as much. And you still have to, you know, have have what, a foot on the grass or on the dirt or whatever the on hell. the
1: dirt. Yeah, and yeah, so you can't have is it two on each side of the bag, and that's it. And
0: yeah, but other than that, even if he, you know gets a little bit worse than he was last year, which will be 27. He'll have a combined coming in here, 127 innings as a major leaguer on his arm. Like he's, I don't know. He threw harder last year than he did in the previous year. I think he'll be fine. I, th- I think he'll be an easy, you know, 1.2 guy at least, which as we all know, wins by replacement as has ju- a judge for relief <laughs> pitchers It's stupid. perfect and great and good. <laughs> you know, we love it.
1: Uh, <laughs> Our last one for this week, was uh, just the post today, Gabriel Arias. It was 112 games, 461 plate appearances, 12 home runs, four stolen bases, 6.9% walk rate, 23.9% strikeout rate, uh, slashing 239, 300, 377, 93 WRC plus, 1.7 more. Um, I think it's just playing time for this one, right? Like it's, yeah. it literally just comes down to does he play enough or does he not? Which is, I mean, kind of the reason I like using the raw zip numbers. Otherwise, we're just judging these other random people if they guessed right how much playing time he'll get i think it's more fun to like look at the the 112 that zips has him at um just based on his previous playing experience and think if he can aspire to that number giving all this given all the circumstances of the guardians and i don't think he will i don't think he'll i mean like i said i like i just like tyler freeman a lot i think he's going to end up being the better player than Gabriel arias which i think is heresy in some corners of (laughs) cleveland guardian internet but um i just don't know that arias gets that much next year and i don't think he'll reach the um, 1.7 more which isn't that's a that's a pretty good prediction a pretty good projection for a rookie who didn't yeah. play much last year like if he gets to that I think that's that's perfectly fine and if he if they decide that he is the guy at at shortstop and he gets that and sticks there I'm, I'm fine with it if he can um, slightly below offensive and then really good on defense which I think he probably will be and then maybe grows into some power later on we'll we'll be fine but I just don't think it's the playing time next year because I think Ahmed Rosario is going to be here pretty much the whole year, unless something was okay. crazy. and Andres oh, yeah. Unless, unless,
0: they get, unless they get really bad, or they get a godfather offer, I, th- I think Rosario is camped out there. Yeah. I will say time. Arius is quickly gaining my, um Affection. my bizarrely placed uh, love that I had for Will Benson now that he's gone. <laughs> that that Will Benson-shaped hole in things. your heart is being filled by Gabriel Exactly. Arius. Just by, by this, this, this guy right here. And... I think he'll be good. And I, I think he'll be on the major league team all year, or most of the year as a bench guy. I just don't think, yeah, 300, or 461 plate appearances is insane, especially for a guy who plays third base. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you going to play, buddy? What, what's going on here?
1: <laughs> There's at least a, a tiny part of me that is afraid he's going to be Gio Urshela again. Like, he'll get sporadic playing time, look outstanding on defense. And then you're going to write an article about if he could hit, he'd be really good. And then. <laughs> He's going to go to New York or somewhere. for years he'll hit.
0: getting old, takes exposed, <laughs> getting tagged
1: on. <laughs> All the Yankees fans will be sending the article back to us going, ha-ha, he did hit. Yeah, I guess, so what, what yeah,
0: that was six years ago. <laughs> this is so long ago. I've he, this about Jose Bautista when he's on the Pirates or the Reds or the other team. He was on him with the Blue Jays. Like, God damn.
1: But just like Gio Rochella, man, if he, just, if he can hit, he can play good enough defense. I mean, I don't think he's Rochella levels of third base, but. Um, he's a really good defender, and I think he can be in the majors too. Just, just not this year. And he goes to under the vote again, really close. This is again like uh, Ahmed Rosario. It's starting a war. Forty-seven percent over, fifty-three under. All these are so close. Too, which... Wait a minute,
0: fifty-three. Per...
1: Wait, fifty-three percent said under. What confirmed Gabriel Arias haters covering the corner comment.
0: Yeah, but forty-seven said over. Yeah. How? What?
1: <laughs> Did you think it'd be more over?
0: Oh, this is an insane thing to think he'd be over.
1: <laughs> Wait, didn't you just say over?
0: No, I said under, oh, of okay. course. I okay. was just saying yeah, I think he's great, but I don't think oh, he, okay, you know, gotcha. yeah. I don't think he's getting four hundred sixty one plate appearance. That's insane. Yeah, it might be a little bit of a
1: Well hold on. That's <laughs> the thoughts and sports of Merritt Ralphin did not reflect those up in the corner or editorial staff. Please direct all complaints to <laughs> at Merrill Lunch on Twitter. <laughs> no yeah i think i think people everybody wants him to be over because oh without a doubt he's, he's the closest sick. to being an exciting rookie to come up and start but i just don't think like it gets to the playing time
0: oh yeah dude by the way it's real funny looking at some of his numbers here <laughs> playing in whatever cp i guess that's fall league he had a 500
1: babb and he only had 231 <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, seems that's insane. the complex league that's just against
0: <laughs> i figured okay guys yeah I mean, it's just like what the hell? It's just weird. And he was really Huster.
1: young too. Like he's still super young. What is did he just turn twenty two or he's twenty three now. Just turned twenty-three, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I think I think I guess I think I think he'll be on the big team most of most of all of the years because he'll be on the big style. boy. Team. Yeah, he'll be a big boy. And uh, <laughs> just uh as a bench guy, Yeah, because I, I
1: can't guy. imagine he has much left to prove in AAA, unlike Freeman, who can probably go down and Get some more work in. But see, Oops, then Freeman's going to come up midway he can't hit through the, the game. The
0: ball out of the infield. What's that? Sorry.
1: See Tyler Freeman. He now he's jacked. Look at that neck. Do you see that yeah. neck? That's a, it's a home run neck. It's
0: the size Freeman. of my hand. Come on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, with that, that's our over under's merit. Uh, what do you say? Do you uh, do you want to play a game?
0: You want to play a game? Yeah, I do. I love games. We're
1: going to play a game. America's new favorite game show. The other one, everybody hates the other one. It's old. It's over. Damn it! I love this. This is one. a new game show. Uh, this one, it was your idea, but I stole it because I couldn't think of another one. This show is, of course, called CC Lee, or CC Lee, or um, one end-winning contestant in this case, Merritt Rolfing, must determine if a fun fact belongs to CC Sabathia, Cliff Lee, or CC Lee, three Cleveland pitching legends in their own right. Did you know the three of them, Merritt? They finished with a combined 395 wins in their careers. All three oh, really? pitching legends. Yeah. All three combined. Really good. I'm not going to say how many of those were CC Lee, but all three of we them. We don't have after. to. It's
0: it's great. It's like it's like it's a Wayne Gretzky stat. and his brother have to combine most points by a brother by two <laughs> brothers in hockey history. Yeah, of course. there you go.
1: That's that's the way it works. Um, so yeah, I Mary, mean, are you ready? I'm going to give you. It's basically it's it's very similar to, but again, legally distinct from McDowell versus the Field. Where I'm going to give you game. a completely different, totally uh, different thought process here. I'm going to give you a little factoid about a pitcher. You have to decide if it is. CC Lee, or CC Lee? Okay. Ready for the first question? <laughs> sure. Which one of these pitchers, I guess this kind of narrows it down the two, damn it, uses periods between the initials of their commonly accepted first name? Is this CC Lee, or CeCe Lee?
0: Currently or formerly?
1: What do you mean, currently? Uh, always.
0: Because CC Sabathia stopped doing it when he went to the Yankees.
1: Wait, stopped what?
0: He stopped having periods between his the two seasons okay.
1: well damn it. it's currently then. <laughs> I guess it's CC Lee then CC <laughs> Lee <laughs> uh-huh
0: <laughs>
1: that of course uh bonus points if you know CC's actual name oh you blew it Carson Charles this is your name
0: oh not CC Lee, okay. No, CC
1: <laughs> Lee is Lee Chen Chang, but CC uh, Sabathia is Carson Charles.
0: That one I did know. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's too so many CCs you're being be discussed. <laughs> there's
1: a Lee in there. Don't forget. Um, <laughs> next question. This pitcher's lowest season win total of his career was .1 f four.
0: That has to be CC Lee. Final answer. Yes. Got
1: to be an error. Fuck. got to be an error, man. That's Cliff Lee, obviously. Come on now. stunk for a few years there. He did. That was, uh, that's like two year. seasons, actually. His rookie season. He was only two games and also uh, 2007. Yeah, I was going
0: to say 641. Where he won the Cy Young. Yeah, that he was, was off the postseason roster. <laughs>
1: the, the biggest postseason run of that decade, and he was not there because he was oh, terrible. God. Um, so you're you're one for one, and you missed the bonus point so far. But let's go on to uh, question three. Which of the three, between CC Lee or CC Lee, has the lowest home runs per nine in their career?
0: I'm gonna say Cliff Lee. Is
1: that your final answer?
0: Yes. Are and you That's
1: <laughs> <laughs> too wrong so far for mayor. That is, of course. <laughs> C.C. Lee, <laughs> a relief legend for I cannot remember seeing him pitch once.
0: <laughs> I just remember seeing his name Thirty-four
1: going. legendary innings from C.C. Lee. <laughs> um, 0.79 home runs per nine innings. Damn, that's a bad. Um, that is a total of three home runs in his career.
0: Three? Yeah, okay, I was going to say 34 innings. Yeah.
1: Okay. yeah. Cliff Lee and C.C. Uh, Sabathia gave up a few more home runs than our, our good pal C.C. Lee. One
0: or two.
1: Yeah. Next question. This pitcher debuted in September 2002.
0: <laughs> Cliffley.
1: <laughs> Cliffley?
0: Yes.
1: Cliffley. Final answer? Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah! Yes!
1: You got it, It's Cliffley. September 15, 2002, against the Twins. Pitched 5.1 innings and struck out four. That
0: Did was, he ever pitch for thing. the Expos at all?
1: No, he never pitched for Expos. He was a lifelong... Well, not lifelong, but... Yeah, he was, in a, he was part of the Bartolo Cologne trade. Yeah, he never pitched farm. He, he was in the minors, okay, but okay. debuted with Cleveland. The next one. Let me get it in order. There we go. Which of the three had the worst single season ERA?
0: Oh, um, Cliff Lee. So
1: among them, which yeah, which had the worst individual season? Final answer.
0: Yes. Oh, he got it.
1: He got it. Yeah, that's it. Cliff Yeah, he stunk. Yeah, that, that kind of... Uh, 2007 season, which I was looking at. Which, by the way, he credited that season alone for making himself amazing. Done the second yeah. half of his career, which awesome, Cliff. Thanks. The second to last season in Cleveland, he figured it out. <laughs> it's great.
0: Yeah, and yeah, it served no purpose. It had one year. Was was he on the nine team? Yeah, he was, he was hey, for they, half the season. Yeah, that's right. They traded him to um, Philadelphia. Yeah, for garbage. Aaron? No, no. no the, the, the there gar- was that was a Carlos Carrasco deal. <laughs> yeah, it
1: was. That wasn't garbage. It was yeah,
0: Carrasco. Yeah, and um. Ask someone too, Nap? Jason Nap? No, no. I Carlos think it Kraska. was Jason Knapp. Yeah, Carlos Carrasco was a throw-in. He was not the the focus of the deal. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, which is kind of a theme for that era of Cleveland. I mean, oh, we yeah. also yeah, had also um, this guy. Yeah. Yeah, Matt Laporta, and Michael Brantley.
0: <laughs> yeah, you the player to be named later. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, that was Cliff Lee. He credited that season. Uh, Stud. He, he stopped nibbling on the corner, or he stopped just pounding the zone and started nibbling the corners more, and that's when he was turned into an absolute pitching monster for a couple. Thanks, years. Cliff. Yeah. Not not with Cleveland, though, so thanks a lot. No,
0: no. Well, for one year, 22-3, and it was excellent. (laughs) It was incredible. They they were so bad that year. Anyway.
1: This pitcher pitched for four different teams over two seasons.
0: Oh, that's Cliff Lee. God damn it. Yeah, played for the Phillies, the Rangers, the Mariners,
1: and the um, now Guardians. Oh, he got it. He got it, yeah. That's a crazy little uh, stint there he had. And then back to the Phillies. yeah, And not and in that order, to
0: too, because it, it went Phillies, Mariners, Warriors, Rangers, back to the Phillies. <laughs> and then back to the Phillies, yeah.
1: I kind of hoped he would go to a different team in 2011. I wonder if that would be a record. What's the record? Like most teams in three years? That's got to be close, right? And I'm, I'm right. sure some reliever had just like hopped off a team, onto a team, onto a team. E-
0: either either a reliever or like some guy who was a great hitter but a real asshole. <laughs> just kind <kept> of getting traded. <laughs> <laughs> like a Milton
1: Bradley. Just got dumped yeah. everywhere.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah now, now you're talking. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> All right. Final question of this everybody's favorite game CC uh, Lee or CC Lee. This pitcher was teammates at one point with Cleveland legend Paul Shuey. Only one at of these one three. At one point? Only one of these three has ever been teammates with Paul Shuey.
0: I'm going to say CC Sabathia. Final answer? Yes.
1: Yeah, Yeah. it is a Cece Sabathia. Yeah, um, I I don't know why I thought you would big brain this one this much, but uh, Paul Shuey played through 2002, but he was traded midway, and Cliff Lee debuted in September, so technically they never played together. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I thought you would, I'd trick you up there, and you would know that Paul Shuey played in 2002 before he was traded to the Dodgers My secret
0: was, I was just like, well, who pitched the longest?
1: Who got the pitch with Cleveland legend Paul Shuey? Uh It was, of course, CC Spassian. <laughs> that is, of course, everybody's. Uh, we'll call it their second favorite uh, game, CC Lee or CC Lee.
0: But, we need uh, more games. Need hey, more listeners, games. write in for other bad game ideas. <laughs> I got a. I,
1: I got some. I, I don't want to tell you because I don't want any. Uh, no, no, really no. You don't want to
0: be, I get it. I understand. Yeah, it, no but cheating. But
1: no it. cheating. Um,
0: I thought about looking up CC um, Lee's stats so today at work, because I didn't want to work. And I was <laughs> like. No, no, no. He's do, he's doing a thing.
1: They are not uh, elaborate. There was not many CC Lee innings. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thirty-four was it over one?
1: Thirty-four, yeah. It was over three seasons. Only one of oh, them was god in, of any significant. Twenty-eight of those innings came in twenty fourteen.
0: What's he up to these know. days?
1: I'm sure he's doing great. He was in the WBC, I think. Not this year. Not no, not this year. Obviously, but no, I but think he,
0: that's, yeah. I, I remember seeing him in the 2017 one Yeah, because yeah, he he's where, born in he, Taiwan. Yeah. Taiwan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, so what do you say we answer a listener question, right? Sure. I say that because we got one, uh, but I asked on Twitter. and Again, this is there's not a whole lot. I, th- I think everybody's talked out of the same yeah, four okay. talking points. It's why we've been doing over-unders. Um, and, we're all just and, ready for the season to start. And great games also. And great games. But yeah. Um, so our one question this week comes from Rocky Ball. He asked, are we worried about Oscar Gonzalez's spring training performance this far? And, uh, no. Uh, I think today he even went three <laughs> for three. <laughs> so even if you were worried... That Oscar Gonzalez was four for 33 in meaningless spring training games, don't be. Um, I think we're basically at the point where if you're watching spring training games and making, formulating thoughts about players, you're going backwards. Like These aren't going to help you evaluate who the players are. They're just going to cloud your judgment of them when their regular season actually starts. Like As long as they're healthy and they're not falling on their face or physically bursting into flames, they're fine. Like I don't care that nobody's bad in spring training. I know Eli Morgan got rocked today. I, I don't care about that at all. <laughs> I think is isn't it like only Shane Bieber has been good on the mound. Cal Quantrill has been a train wreck, but it's even if they were meaningful games, it's a couple, couple weeks of, of a, of a pointless season and he's been fine.
0: I'm not worried about the spring training specifically. No, but in am general, I worried, yeah. am, am I worried about him replicating what he did last year. Oh, petrified. Are you kidding me? These are
1: two separate questions. Dear reader. This is the of, second of one. The,
0: is... Of all the things, like, first of all, also, yes, good players should, I think, hit pretty well in, in <laughs> spring training. I mean, I just think they should. I think they should have at least a 300 batting average or something, not have nothing to show for it until one
1: day. <laughs> so, I think they'll be fine. Like, even just a regular season, like, if he was hitting, what was that? What is four for 33? That's awful. That's like a uh, one something batting average. If he was hitting that for the first month of the season, you still don't, maybe Oscar Gonzalez because you don't know what he is yet, but that's not a, you don't panic if he's just. A few weeks of a season so no i'm not worried about them all what he's done through spring training i did see um i don't know if you saw the zach Grinke quote um he, oh, said he I been, tried to get hit on purpose yeah, just so he, could work. yeah. <laughs> he said i've been complaining actually that people haven't been getting on so i can't work on pickoff moves all spring Granke said so wanting to work on pickoffs that's what spring training is usually for stuff like that so we kind of implied I'm getting people on base so I can work on my pickoffs, which is the whole thing of spring. <laughs> well, yeah, spring or even the
0: minor. Like I was listening to um, the most recent episode of the dollop and they're doing it on Ricky Henderson. And when Ricky was in the minors in Jersey, I guess that he had this asshole manager who hated everything about Ricky Henderson because who would want a guy who's fun to watch and also the best? I don't know. But there was also a guy who was down there from the A's uh, like, like on a rehab stint. And he was only throwing one pitch because that's just what he was working on. And the yeah, manager yanked him. Yeah. Well, and the, and the manager yanked him and yelled at him for forgetting bombed. It's like literally, I'm I don't care about any of this. I'm trying to work on something to be. All this to say, yeah. Like, for the most part, obviously we can, we don't have to worry about anything in the in spring training because guys are just trying to get in the Not even getting in the groove. Just trying to like, what if I try hitting opposite field for a week? Let's see how this goes. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> Let me put people on base. So I can work on my pickoff moves yeah. a little bit. Hi, I'm Zach Greinke.
0: And to be clear, again, no, I'm not like worried, worried about Oscar Gonzalez, but, <laughs> but I'm, not, uh, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not walking into the season overly confident. Uh, I, I, I thought last year was neat and I, uh, we'll see how it goes. But. How
1: long would it take you to be confident in Oscar Gonzalez? Is a full season, I mean, is that going to good from now on going forward? Two months. I mean, get, me then, may,
0: get, get me to get me me may you know get me to june and i'll be i'll be comfy i guess i mean it depends i don't know it's his profile it, is so
1: shaky like based on what well that's what it is
0: it's, it's such a moving target in a way yeah. like if it's listen if he comes out and he's just like walking consistently or just mashing the ball to all fields and i like well he just looks great never mind okay like <laughs> everyone knows what a good player looks like yeah and like not every player is exactly the same like I mentioned Tim Anderson before. I think he's he's an example of a Tim Anderson type of player, somewhere like Andres Jimenez. And I don't know. I remember watching Jimenez his first year, and I was like, "Well, oh, that could be good." He just looks like shit because he's a rookie. And you know, I think Gonzalez. What bugged me last year about Gonzalez not to get too much on a diatribe on this, but I have one prepared. Don't worry. <laughs> was he had all these times where like he started like shitting the bed, like he was just bad and bad, and then he'd have like a three game series where he just a couple of bloops drop, but also he, he had a game winning hit. And so like his batting average to go up by 10 points. And you're like, if you're Terry Francona, how do you take him out of the batting order the next day? You know what I mean? Cause like he just won a game for you. And it's like, obviously that's not how you should manage a team. But what I think obviously one of the, val- one of the great values of Francona in general has always been his emotional intelligence, his un- understanding of, of his players as men. As anything else, like, you know, as, as you've talked about, one of the things that he does so well is manage a team so that when they hit the second half, it's hammered down. Yeah, I guess it's 91 games with, with Gonzalez uh, in, in the major leagues. Like, you yeah, know, let's get to 200 games, you know, 750 plate appearances, something like that, and I'll, 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 we'll have a better sense of A, who he is, and B, like, what it actually looks like. So, and that, that, Which is the case with anyone. I mean, I think someone like Quan is kind of a weird outlier because he just has, I don't know, he's insane with his sense of his batting. You know, his...
1: I and see Quan's the opposite. I'm already good. I'm I'm set on Quan. He's good. 100 percent. Yeah, because oh, his yeah, no. his just seems like i can replicate more. I I think Tim Anderson's a super good. I, you mentioned it before. It's a, it's a really good comparison for what Oscar can be like. If you skip ahead and skip the first couple bad years of Tim Anderson, like a 128 WRC plus, then 140, then 119, 110, that seems like kind of the, the trajectory that Gonzalez could go on. Like if if this year was his 128, he could go off this year and then kind of level out the couple of years after when the BAPIPS drop a little bit, which even for Tim Anderson, holy hell, he's, I guess it's because he's so fast, but, um,
0: well he sprays the ball all over the place, like that's the thing. His approach is so similar in so many ways to Gonzalez. Like for a similar reason why I, I drew a, 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 a pseudo through line between, um, Jimenez and Javier Baez, like Baez is, you know, very, he and they, they don't walk a lot. They hit the ball relatively hard and they hit, hit it on the line. They're going to be influenced by luck. I think Gonzalez is the same way. Um, maybe hit more home runs like i mean he did hit not he hit 11 last year and he had he hit what 31 one year in the, in the minors so
1: yeah that was the big thing like missing from him because it was a while before he hit any meaningful home run numbers like we were kind of worried about he hit yeah in 2021 though yeah
0: he had 31 home runs in the minors uh, last year i mean it took him a bit he didn't hit any in akron and then he went up to columbus and hit nine and they got promoted so
1: yeah, if he's what he was last year with the power that he had in the minors, I'm good too. Like, oh my god,
0: are you kidding me? Well, then we have a superstar on our hands. Like, yeah, I'm all sure. all right
1: with that, I guess. Yeah,
0: yeah. Let, let me get a guy who hits uh two ninety two with a three twenty five <laughs> on base, and also hits thirty five home runs. Yes, I don't enough. know, guys. Is that good? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that'd good.
1: be great. I, I just remember, like, he I, the wildest thing about him has always been the fact that he could have just left because they he was up against the like the the timing of. He was a minor league free agent, technically, but I think it yeah. was for a whole hour. He he immediately was going to come back to the Guardians, um, which, I mean, obviously, like Jose Ramirez, like he's amazing. We love him for sticking around Cleveland, but also Oscar Gonzalez on a much slower scale. Um, I mean, there's also a chance that nobody else would have signed him, but I think somebody would have taken a risk on the kind of power he had, but he wanted to, he he didn't even ask around other teams um, or wait to see if anybody contacted him he straight back to Cleveland, which I think is. A, a linebacker
0: who can run like a goddamn deer. Like
1: <laughs> he's got a cannon for an arm. Yeah, that's the, the best thing. Arms.
0: Also, his physical tools are some of the coolest things on earth. You're like, God damn it, why you, you are ridiculous?
1: <laughs> and he's got the face of a small child. And he's also, also like,
0: that part. He's just, he's just cute guy. He's just a cute kid. And he's just like, also, I don't know, you know, whatever. Just
1: throw this ball a million miles an hour from the like. <laughs> sure, outfield. Here's the SpongeBob theme song. I'm gonna hit a home run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to crush the hopes and dreams of the Yankees fans real quick. Hold on. <laughs> he's great. I love him. I want him to be good. I'm not worried at all about the spring performance. Kind of worried in general if he'll replicate last year, but not because of what he's done in the spring. Um, Anyway, Merritt, I think we're just looking at watching <laughs> Gonzalez's comps now. So that's going to do it for us this week. Mm,
0: perfect, a perfect way to end the day, just staring at baseball stats.
1: I think Evan. next week we'll do a couple over-unders, and it's just going to be all prediction stuff because it is the last one before the regular season starts. Oh, yeah, baseball starting
0: days. again. huh? That's fun. Yeah, we'll be Hi. up
1: at uh, 9.40 start on uh, Friday for the first game of the season. That'll be fun. Thursday. Thursday. Oh, God, it is Thursday.
0: That's yeah, this is great. I took the next day off and actually <laughs> scheduled a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck.
1: <laughs> um, if you don't already follow us on Cover the Corner, uh, Facebook and Twitter, leave a review wherever we listen to a podcast. We, we migrated everything over last week and things got weird. I think everything should be in the place it is, but if you, if you listen this far and you also listen to the podcast in a weird place, it didn't show up that. just let me know and i'll try to figure <laughs> out how to get it back over there <laughs> they were like two iP- or apple pod feed for a while spotify was halfway working but i think it's all ironed out now so wherever you listen leave us a review let us know what you think of the show um i am matt Rly on twitter matt merits at merrill lunch like merrill lynch with lunch and uh Merit, talk to you next week. i'll be there